Okay, let's see if I remember how to do this. I'm in the little room again. Happy to be coming at you. I've taken a long fucking break and I'm sorry, okay? Things just got a little shady there. Everyone's fine. Everything's great. Uh, my mom is doing wonderfully. I, got, I, I tricked her into getting a haircut. Mouth noises, mouth noises. Pardon me. Better. Okay. So uh, I've got a few stories I want to tell you. I don't know where to start. Um, I just finished interviewing my mom about her great trek to Canada. And she was not really... <laughs> My mom is hilarious. You can't make her do anything. Like, you can't make her do anything ever. So, you know, unless she's in the mood. So I'll I'll get to that. I'll see if I can edit set, like three minutes out of that very long conversation. And I am a terrible interviewer, which doesn't help the situation whatsoever. Okay, again, my apologies. I'm sorry it took so long. I know it's not the way to keep a podcast up and running, to keep people happy, entertained, involved in your life. So... I'm going to pretend to try to tell you that I'm going to do this more consistently. As soon as sweet baby Stella starts fucking sleeping, I can do this more consistently because I won't want to put a gun in my mouth at eight o'clock at night. There was a stretch there. This is going to be a very Stella-centric show, which is my, my daughter, my second-born child, not of my body. She was born of my heart. So let's do a quick, a quick, quick recap for those of you who have just come on board. <laughs> And those of you who haven't heard a show in three months. Okay, quick recap. I'm a lesbian. My partner's name is Sarah. That's not her real name. That's her name on the show to protect her identity. Okay, that's where we're at. But I have no problem giving you my children's names because that's also where we're at. Uh, we've been together for, fuck, almost 12 years now. Yeah, holy shit, it'll be 12 years in May. We have a five-and-a-half-year-old son uh, conceived by anonymous donor insemination. We have a eight-month and 18-month-old daughter also conceived by donor insemination. And I don't want to get into the donor insemination part because ain't nobody got time for that right now. I am anticipating a text saying, oh, we're on our way home. Uh, so I'm not going to get into that. But uh, Stella, Stella, Stella. Okay, she's a free spirit. She's fearless, which has led to quite the calamity. Like, uh, here's one here's one Stella story. Stella story. Here's one Stella story. I, I don't know how I feel about that. It's very shushy. Okay. So my sweetheart daughter, she's just this tiny little Aryan baby. Okay? I am very dark. I want you to imagine a short, fat olive oil, if that helps at all. Uh, my mother-in-law has referred to me as the Mona Lisa, so I've kind of got like a rounder head, high, massive forehead, and a smile that'll just transfix you. You know what I mean? And when you go to the Louvre, you know, because I've been to the Louvre, they say that her eyes follow you wherever you are in the room. Like they just kind of, oop, where are you going now? Oh, there you are. Okay. And you know what? It's true. And as someone who's been to Paris, France, I can attest to it. I've seen it. Real life. True story. And uh, so, yeah, there's there's where we're at. She's starting to think I look more like uh, Sarah Silverman, but I'm not that cute or adorable. So onward. Those are things you need to, like, picture, you know, because if you're trying to imagine me stumbling through my uh, sigh-worthy life, that's what you should be seeing in your mind's eye. Okay? But make me kind of cute. And I wouldn't mind, you know, slightly bigger boobs. Okay, in your mind's eye. Theater of the mind, people. Let's just 
work together on that one. So Stella um, doesn't understand gravity. And who would at this point, right? Um, there was there was a point, and every time I think she's kind of hit a different level of development that perhaps I don't have to worry about something because she's the kind of kid where you can't relax. You always need to know where she is and what she's doing, and silence is a huge signal that something is going terribly wrong and you don't know what it is, okay? So I thought we had crossed this threshold and here's what happened. Um, it's very difficult for me right now because we've got both kids in the morning. They're on me. I've got to get up, get the lunches ready, get them dressed, get them out of the house. And very occasionally I need to shower in the morning because I didn't shower at night. And I'm a mailman. So that is a very sweaty, smelly, uh, shitty. Well, I wouldn't say shitty, but you know, you stink. You, you can't not shower. Well, you can not shower, but you just won't have any friends. Okay. So on one of these mornings is when this, when this whole situation went down. I keep her into the ba in the bathroom with me while I shower. And I don't believe that anyone should see their mother naked. Uh, as someone who has recently seen their mother's vagina, I don't recommend it. But she's at the age where she won't remember any of this. So I, I feel like I'm not doing any permanent damage. So I feel okay about that. Like it's abolished me of any kind of like feeling of remorse or regret. So she's got a little toy she plays with in there and I take the world's fastest shower. Great. I get out of the shower, proceed immediately to my very reflective Fitbit scale. Fuck you, Fitbit. Oh boy. You do not want that view. You. Do... Okay. I'm not going to get into it again. I, I get my clothes on. Um, I opened the master bedroom bathroom door ensuite we had some kind of american thing i can't remember what americans call it anyway i opened the bathroom door i opened the door into the hallway and i went into her room to get some clothes thinking i'm going to be faster than she is wrong i go into the bathroom i get some clothes i come back to see her standing at the top of the stairs which doesn't have a baby gate because it's a very weird shape like just the trust me we're all into safety we have two other baby gates if we could fit a fucking baby gate up there we would we can't, so we don't have one, and we're always up there with her. So usually, you know, if there was a competent adult around, the following story would not have occurred. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. This is terrible. She's, so I come out of her bedroom, and she's literally teetering on the, on the very top step. And I don't know maybe what I should have done, but here's what I did. I was like, no, Stella, stop, no. And then she turns around and looks at me. And her head, because kids are like lawn darts at that age, like their head, like they may weigh 30 pounds, but their head is like fucking 15 of it. So she looks at me and then she starts falling and I'm like, fuck. And I throw down her clothes and I start running for her. The slowest run in the history of the world. This is a lot to move around, ladies. This is a lot to move around. And I go, I go to get her and nope, it's just not happening. But she, as she was kind of, because she rolled like a barrel, like she didn't go ass over tea kettle she kind of just, like, rolled, like, imagine rolling a giant hot dog down the stairs. Like, she kind of went, her head was at one wall, her foot was at the other wall, and she just rolled. And, like, I, she's not used to pain, right? So I see her, and I, like, I can't do anything. I am stuck at the top of the stairs, and there's not, like, I can't do anything. I mean, maybe I should have, like, catapulted myself so that I would break her fall or something, but I just stood there in awe of the situation. And she's rolling, right? So every time her face comes towards me, 
there's this look of absolute like, what in the fuck is going on here? Because she's on this wild ride. She's just spinning. And then, and then the next rotation, she'd be like even more confused. And then by the time she gets to the bottom, she just starts crying. And I know she's okay because babies are like flubbery, bony. And you know what? She's... God bless her. She's got meat on her bones. Okay, so I know she's going to be okay. She didn't hit her neck or she just rolled almost as though she had set out to roll down in a barrel. That's what she looked like. So I get down and I gather her up. I get her upstairs. I start settling her down. And then I turn my face away from her. And I, I hate to admit this. I laughed uncontrollably until tears came down my face. For, I'm going to say three solid minutes, I was shaking because I didn't want her to know that I was laughing at her um, horrible misfortune. Uh, but I did because I'm a, a shitty person. But look, if you would have seen, you, you would have laughed too because she just, she just bounced all the way down the stairs. And the look on her face before she leapt, like before she like was teetering, she was like, mm hmm, what are you going to do about it? And then she said, and then she looked like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is going down. You know what else is going down? You, Stella, down the stairs. Okay, so that's one Stella story. Do you want to hear another Stella story? Here's another Stella story. Ah, alliteration. Isn't that a good time? Okay, so we're at Malcolm's parent-teacher interview. It's his very first one. He's in kindergarten. And uh, we, you know, we, we brought Stella to the parent-teacher because we didn't have anyone to babysit. And, uh... We're sitting at these little tables that are meant for kids, and I'm very proud because uh, she's still has been very well behaved. She's kind of just sitting at, in this chair like she's at a board meeting. You know, we're all talking. The teacher's like, you know, uh, everything's going well. He's got a really good grasp of the French language. He's really good at um, remembering vocabulary he's like she just look let's face it I've got perfect kids okay so she's just going on and on and on about how smart and how wonderful Malcolm is and uh then we hear this I wonder if you can hear it okay and I'm just like hmm the fuck is that and then I look over and uh there's Stella you know she's she's got the table one piece, like, she's holding onto the table with both hands and her head in the middle. And she's chewing on the table that we're sitting at. And she's just like, like, she's eating the table. Now, before I get to the next part of the story, I want you to keep in mind, I'm not a person with a very good filter. And a lot of times I say things without thinking. Okay, so I'm going to preface this with that. So... She's got her hand on either side of the table. She's, like, currently eating the table, making this noise. And I look down and I say, and then there's Stella. And thank God everyone laughed. And uh, Stella just, I'm like, sweetie, stop. And she's just continuously eating the table. And then I'm like, sweetie. And then I, like, had to, like, pry her head off of the table to get her to stop eating it. And she just looked at me like, what? What's your problem? Asshole. Okay. All right. So those are two things that made me laugh about Stella. Just for the record, okay, she she's doing very well. She's a smart young lady. And she went from knowing no words and not sleeping for a month, month straight. Like she would get up once an hour, every hour for like 30 days. Um, 
you know, like that. Do you guys know what that's like? Because that'll make you want to jump out a fucking window too. And one of her daycare ladies said that with her kids, uh, what would happen is they wouldn't sleep like that. And then because their brain development kicks in and then before you know it, they're just spewing out tons and tons of words. And I think she may have been right because I was on vacation the first week of December and that week she couldn't say a fucking thing. Like she could like say hi, bye with her hands and stuff like that. But this week, here's what she can say. This is going to be fascinating. Hold on to your cats, ladies. Here we go. She can say hi. She can say bye-bye. Like, not bye, bye-bye. Okay? Pretty 90s. And hooray, which I love when she does that. And baby, knee, random, loves anatomy, going to be a doctor. And mama, baby. Uh, what else? I can't think now. But she went from zero to like fucking 15 in a matter of a week. So, and she's got athletic prowess. Okay, let me tell you. All right, she's going to be a gymnast or in the WNBA. Okay, one of the two. So those are my Stella stories. Okay, now I've got some mailman stories. Real quick, real quick. I'm out of practice and I'm talking really fast. Uh, pro probably because I've got like 18 loads of laundry to fold upstairs. And I'm kind of exaggerating, but not really. And I also wanted to clean the kitchen, which seems like unlikely. And I also wanted to prep a few meals for the week ahead. Also probably not going to happen because I work on Sunday, which is uh, technically tomorrow. So these things are not going to happen. But I'm spending time here with you, which I think is important. I need to work on us. Okay. Uh, so here's a couple of mailman stories. Look, I've been blessed. I have a great job. I love my job. I'm not shitting on my job. Can you hear my chip bag every once in a while? I hit it. Uh, jalapeno Cheetos, if you're wondering. They're very good. I highly recommend them. Enjoy. Okay? So as someone who has procured a dildo or two in my time, I'm familiar with dildos. And now I'm familiar with mail. And people receiving dildos in the mail. Okay? This isn't the first time that I've seen this type thing. I rem distinctly remember a time where Aaron slash Sugar... Uh, had one. She had an, a gentleman who ordered, quote unquote, jewelry on a very consistent basis, if you know what I mean. Okay. And they come from China and they're in these flimsy uh, black bags or gray bags, but they are bags. So it comes to the surprise of no one when we can tell if you've ordered a dildo or not. So hold on one second. Okay. Sorry about that. So Aaron had this guy who had ordered the jewelry, right? So there was one time when we, you know, we would joke about it. She'd be like, look at this one. Holy, look at the size of this one. Because they're in these flimsy bags. You, they're, they're all but open, okay? It should have been in a clear bag and just get it over with. So she threw it at me. I'm sitting in, in the driver's seat of my work truck. And she's standing outside. And she threw it pa through the passenger door. And I held my hand out. And it was almost like I summoned it for her, from her hand. Like, that's how, like, she threw it really fast. And I put my hand up really fast. And I caught it. It was like I, I, I pulled it from her hand. And uh, since then, I have come across numerous, you know, dildos. And that's cool. Like, look, order your dildos, get your dildos. Dildos are great. Dildos for everyone. Here's my suggestion. Don't order them from fucking China for numerous reasons. Number one, someone somewhere, somehow in China has died making your dildo. Think about that. Okay. Number two, 15, 16 cent dildos are probably full of lead and poison. Okay, just splurge on a U.S. or Canadian made dildo because there are dildo making people right here. Okay, and no one more than likely 
No one has died or been beaten on their, based on their dildo production skills. Okay? And the other wonderful thing about dildos made in the U.S. and or Canada, they probably come in a box. Okay? Because I had one of these items. And uh, how do I put this? You know, dildos come in various sizes and shapes. I, I assume for an individual need, right? Okay. And they come in sizes from what's the fucking point to holy fuck, where are you going to put that in my mind? Okay. So this nice lady, um, oh, it's so awkward. <laughs> this nice lady, uh, lives at a certain house on a certain street in a certain neighborhood in Winnipeg. And I happen to have her dildo <clears throat> uh, ready to be delivered to this woman. And in case you're wondering, it was a what the fuck's the point size, if you follow my meaning. Okay? I, like, I don't get it then. Like, if, you're, if that's the size you're going to get, why, are you, why even bother? That's how I, like, I mean, I'm not here to judge anyone. If you want, like, a thimble dick dildo, you get it. 110%. None of my business, okay? Except I'll notice it when you order it because you didn't order from Canada and uh, China ships and baggies, okay? And um, I get to this woman's house, okay? And I'm praying that I don't have to see her because, you know... People in that neighborhood, they hear the mailboxes clicking and they just, I don't know why no one has anything to do during the day. Because I guarantee you, if I was home during the day, the last thing I would be doing is is trying to intercept my mailman before they get it in the mail. Like, fucking get a hobby. Or maybe this dildo is your hobby. I don't know. So anyway, um, I don't think I've ever been quieter in my entire life than when I went to deliver this dildo because I just, I could not look this woman in the face giving her her what's the point dildo that she very carefully picked out online. Okay. So then I, I, there, I slunk over there. I was like the pink panther. And uh, I put it in, shut the door, shut the, shut the mailbox lid, and I prayed to God that her daughter didn't check the mail that day. And I slinked off. Mission accomplished. Because had I seen her, had she come out, I, 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 I don't even, like, what if I, what if my brain shut off, like, completely, the filter completely shut off, and I looked at her and I was like, hey, good morning, how are you? Like, I usually do, I'm very folksy, people, I'm very folksy. And she'd be like, I'm fine, how are you? And I'd be like, oh, great, here's your what's the point dildo you ordered. Oh, yeah. Didn't happen though. It's cool. It's cool. Coulda. Would've. If she was outside. I am. <clears throat> okay. So that's 20 minutes. I feel like that's good. That's a great show. Everything's fine. Who wants a dildo? You get a dildo. You get a dildo. You get a dildo. Dildos for everyone. Okay. So jolly good. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about before I left? Um, uh, Dr. Mike and Jolene got married. I don't know if anyone from this show even remembers them because it was just so long ago and I'm assuming no one's even listening to this show anymore. So uh, I used to do a podcast called Return to Sender, which you should listen to. I am extremely obnoxious for the first, man, I don't know, 
feels like forever. But the first like 15 shows, I'm just overtly sexual and just, I made my own skin crawl. But if you're into that kind of thing, go ahead. The shows get way better as we go on. I find my voice and, you know, the hosting ability was very good. The songs, I noticed the songs are usually reflective of whatever we had spoke about during the show, which I hate to pay that guy a compliment, but that's pretty good. It was very impressive. So that is only going to be up to the middle of January. So if you want it, go get it. I highly suggest you do. So we had Jolene and Dr. Mike and Jolene was a, an acupuncturist or a, a student of Chinese medicine. That's what it was at the time. And Dr. Mike was a Western, you know, GP regular doctor. And they got together to do, they called it the East-West segment. So they would talk about uh, an issue, uh, Eastern medicine versus Western medicine, what they would each recommend, yada, yada. Time went on. At some point, they fell in love. And uh, yada, yada, yada. They got married about a month and a half ago, I'm going to guess now. So congratulations to them. And they found our podcast through a different podcast. So as much as I'd like to take credit for them their relationship. I don't feel like that's entirely the case, but I think maybe they were in more consistent communication uh, because of Return to Sender. So I'm taking a 10% credit because that's what love is for, deciding who's responsible for for that love happening. And that person is 5% me. Okay. Like I'm sure they're happy and that's great and everything, but uh, just kidding. I really wish them the best. And I think they're going to be together forever and ever and ever and ever. And I am pleased as punch that I had a very small hand in getting two amazing people together who have one of those everlasting loves. I might play that song at the end. I don't know. Um, Because it's always nice to see two people fall in love that are actual, legit soulmates. That was too much genuine emotion for me for right now. So let's move along, shall we? Congratulations, Julian and Dr. Mike. I'm very proud. Okay, let's wrap this show up. Short and sweet, short and sweet. Um, I'd like to thank Kendra for uh, joining the or trying out on the contest here. She won two jars of my world-famous salsa. Okay, two. Yes, she's very lucky. One of you should have written something, but she was the, fir- the first and only person who's like, hey, I like salsa. I'll take some of your salsa. Yeah. Okay, iTunes reviews. Please leave one. I know this this show's sporadic, and I'm going to really work on that, and I'm completely and totally out of practice, which is why this show is choppy and kind of weird. This is like a skill. You can't just bounce back. It's just hard for me to get down here when Stella's not sleeping because I need as much sleep as I possibly can get. Oh, pardon me. Because it's just, you know, I don't have to go on and on about it. People have kids that don't sleep. I am one of those people. So as soon as she starts sleeping, I can come down here at the end of the day and bore the shit out of you on a more regular basis. But until then, please just bear with me. But if you could leave an iTunes review, I would really appreciate it. I find it a very motivating thing. And it's free. So why the fuck not, right? Right. Okay, what else do I need to tell you? Change of address, 69 at gmail.com if you want to send in a segment. I have a segment from Rainbow, wherever the fuck it is. I don't even know where it is. I haven't even cracked open... Garage man in, I don't know, three months. So I will find that for you at some point. But I don't think it's going to make it on this show. Because I need something to talk about for next show. Because I blew all my A material. <laughs> yeah, this was it. Okay, not nice. All right, if you're interested in guilty pleasure TV, such as 90 Day Fiance, or perhaps um, 
Unexpected, and basically any shitty TLC show you could possibly ever fucking imagine. I have found a podcast that I enjoy on such a level, I can't explain it to you. It's called Welcome to Reality TV. So welcome to, like, R-E-A-L-I-T-V, one word. And this chick, her name's Jody. she's just a chick in, Can- in, in Chicago, sorry, with two kids. She used to be a school teacher, and she is fucking hilarious, like, fucking hilarious so give that a listen she's not a pro and i love finding shows with amateurs such as sorry such as myself she's just really funny she's just got it like you know when you hear something you're like man that's good it's just really laugh out loud funny and i thoroughly enjoy those awful tv shows and i enjoy her take on those awful tv shows so give that a listen if you'd care to and uh stay tuned i'm gonna have to edit that monstrously long phone call i had with my mom where she's uh eating And I bet you can't understand a fucking thing she's saying. So (laughs) I'll do my best. I'll chop it up, put it up there. And uh, if you're interested, you can listen to that coming up next. All right. As Stella would say, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ma! Uh, How are you? Yeah. What are you having for breakfast? Wow, that's exciting. Would you mind speaking in English for a little while? I'm trying to record you because I think you're funny. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I have a question for you. I want you to tell me about the free-range eggs I bought you. Okay. Remember when I bought you the free-range eggs? Oh. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Okay, can you, can you tell me that story, but tell me in English? Because I, I told you my eggs without a note on the top of a baby bird Like like a chick. Do I call him a chick? Yeah. So what happened? How do you think that happened? And now I'm scared to eat egg because I saw that and you don't want to touch anymore. So you didn't eat it? No. <laughs> so do, what happened, do you think? How did that happen? Well, something must have happened. That 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 chicken had a sexual encounter, I think. Yeah, she ran, all right, ran into the rooster's arms. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, free-range chickens. <laughs> Your egg may have an abortion inside. That's great. I think that's great. Well, they were. Well, you can't argue that they were that they weren't free-range. They were free-range. <laughs> Inside you get that